This episode brought to you by the following patrons. Jeremy, Ali, Shining Donut 911, Nathan, Jennifer with a PH, Joey, Mr. Rage Bomb, Libby, Sneaky Snake, Wes, Dreskel, Kaylee, Aaron, Danielle, the number Jeff, Amy, Tia, Matthew, Dave, Jonathan, Scott, Kate, Isaac, Karoon, and Nick B. But because it's that special time of the month, it's also time for us to shout out our You Can Get It level sponsors, and they are Mistrust. Jamie, the boat rat, Bryce, Haley, Artos. Oh, I probably butchered that. Artos, Sean, <laughs> another Ashley, Logan, Dominic, Jamie, Riley, Trigger Happy Mongoose, Alex, Mr. Dan Chalice. Ooh, not even a doctor? Nope, not uh. a doctor. <laughs> Shayna, Tiara, Justine, Ali, Dr. Voorhees. MD, Priscilla, Matt, John, Megan, Amelia, Brandy, Maxwell, Lisa, Courtney, AJ, Spider, Gwen, Rickety Cricket, and this just in, Liza as well. Automatic Hamster, formerly known as Jessica. These names are insane. Kristen, uh, Kristen Irene, <laughs> Bex, Gage, Laura, Rich, Homie, Juan, Ashley, Richie, Laura, Daisy, Jackie, Alisa, Mushroom, Snail Fox, what the fuck, Jennifer, <laughs> Michelle, and Eddie. <laughs> All right, I need you to do that again, but faster. Yeah, okay. So, mistrust Jamie Lynn, the boat rat? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm more confused by by the mushroom turtle foxtrot uh, because I feel like maybe we gave a code to activate a Manchurian candidate. <laughs> mushroom snail fox, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Speaking of which, I'd like to declare my candidacy. <laughs> <laughs> As ruler of Manchuria? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> He's our Mikey Churian candidate. Oh, no. I'm going to go for treasurer of the Rooters Club. The Rooters Club? I don't know what he's saying. What's the one with the R? Rotary. Rotary Club is a thing, Mikey. It's definitely not Rooters Club, you beautiful idiot. It's also just a bunch of old people who are like, we wish our community was nice again. Give these children scholarships for making speeches. Oh, you mean politics. (laughs) (laughs) I think think you're thinking of Rosicrucians. Paige, there's no way he's thinking about Rosicrucians. <laughs> there's no way, Paige. That's the first time he's ever heard or read that word. Rastafarians? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in the horror version. I'm disappointed. And I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror version, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, the listeners made us watch Creep. Creep. So was this the first time either of you guys had seen this movie before? This is my first time. It's my first time, too. I see seen it i've seen it i seen it mikey when did you see it the first time and what did you think i watched it randomly on netflix once and oh, okay i remember liking it at the time really sorry <laughs> but i watched the i think i watched that one in the sequel like pretty quickly and i mixed them up parts of them up so i rewatched this again today i heard, I heard this like this got a lot of buzz back in the day that this was like a cool horror film or whatever and so I watched it, and I thought it was okay at the time. I never rewatched it again, and that may have been 10 years ago. I don't know when this movie came out or when I watched it. Yeah, it came out in 2014, so it probably wasn't 10 years ago, but probably was eight years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, I never really found the reason to revisit it, and I've never really campaigned to do it on the horror version yet. <laughs> but, I mean, out of all the serial killer movies, this is what you've chosen for us to talk about. Yep. And, and here we are. As a mental health professional... That says a lot about (laughs) y'all. I was bummed because Freaky with Vince Vaughn is actually a very funny movie. (laughs) Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. (laughs) 
That was a dark horse pick. Yeah. You thought there'd be something creepier. If you guys don't know what the finalists were, it was Creep, obviously, that won American Psycho, Orphan, and Freaky. Those are the final four. And um, Orphan. Creep won. Actually, Orphan was the next closest page. Yeah, that makes sense. I, American Psycho would have been interesting, too. But yeah, Freaky's just fun. So what did you think about this movie, Paige? <sighs> I have done a, a fair amount of improv. I've seen a lot of improv. The tricky thing with improv is it's only impressive when it's good. And when it's bad, it's so bad. Yep. And so that's this movie. This this whole movie is improv. How dare you attack the Duplass? I will. Well, and here's my frustration. Because Mark Duplass and, and his brother have made amazing movies. <laughs> so many good movies. They're actually really great at producing movies, picking good scripts, writing movies. What's their, like, uh... They're like subgenre. What's that subgenre that they like got into? Are they they made? I don't know. My mom just scared the shit out of me. Oh, no. I did not know that she had an ex- an exit into the balcony from oh, her room geez. and someone just walked across the walkway <laughs> and <laughs> I uh, I usually like uh, the the Duplassa stuff almost always. My frustration with this is that it a, it didn't need to be found footage. And and I think it probably was for budgetary concerns. I'm almost positive that they filmed. I know they filmed this over a week. It's one of the fun facts. I'm sorry. I'm, Mumblecore. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm burning some fun facts. They filmed this over a week with only a five page outline. Everything is improv. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's yeah. filmed at like a rented cabin and a house. Yeah. And it shows like it's one of those things where you read like so many of the fun facts were like, can you believe this was all improv? I'm like, fucking yes, yeah, I can. Cause it's not good. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's why I can believe it because I like the concept fascinating. Like that's what gets me is I'm like, you could have written a script for this and it could have been really good. And instead we sit through 40 minutes of you talking with almost nothing happening. Yeah. And then another 30 some odd minutes of some stuff happening. And then one far away kill. Yep. Why? Why did we do this? Why do we have to watch your weekend project? Is the sequel improv? A lot of people I love the sequel. Know. Todd even heard about the sequel being. Well, good. I only heard that because people were saying the second one is much better. Like in the comments under the uh, listener request final vote, they were saying the second one's much better. I've not seen okay. the second one. Do you guys want to see my peach fuzz? No. Uh, <laughs> most of the reviews on the second one are much better. Some stuff does come across as creepy, but like, really, if that was that, if I was that guy, I would have left so long ago or like gone to stay with a friend or oh, like, yeah, you know. so Absolutely. many points, so many points at which I was like, fucking leave. So the second one is not improv. See, that's probably why the second one's much better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Case in point. Because we know they can make good movies. This just isn't one of them. Like, yes. um, this feels to me, have you guys, either of you ever done like a 48 hour film festival? Yes. This has the energy of a 48 hour film festival where yeah, it, it does. you're like rushing to get everything done and you have no money. And like, I would say that this is a really good 48 hour film festival feature. Yes. But it's not worth watching. Is that like where you have 48 hours yeah, to yeah, make yeah. a film? Yeah. And, and to be honest, this sounds terrible. I know they made this in a week, but looking at it, you could have made this in 48 hours. Oh, like you yeah. would have yes. shot for 48 hours straight, but you could have made this in 48 hours. Yeah. Well, you see that animal bestiality rape thing. That was actually a seven hour talk that they cut down. <laughs> I don't know. Like <laughs> oh, this movie. And, and here's the thing. Most 48 hour film fest things are like 20 minutes max. 
Like I it's know. usually a short film. Yeah, they're like six to twelve minutes normally. That's where my style comes in. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> with that. You wish it was twelve. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like you could cut this movie down to twenty minutes, and it would be 100%. scary. <laughs> like I tried to watch this with my mom because I'm still at the beach, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta watch a movie and record tonight." I'm curious as to what your mom thought. She walked away in fifteen minutes. I'm sure she did. I wanted, I wanted to, to. I wanted to as well. Like she's like, "Is this the whole movie? I'm gonna yeah. go outside and read." And then she came back and she was like, "Did she kill him?" By yeah. the way. It is the fucking whole movie. Yeah. It's almost like nothing happens in this movie and then someone dies at the end and you're like, oh, okay, f- uh, whatever. That's fine. Cool. Yeah. N- well, I, I would say they're trying to like up the creepy factor. And and so they're like layering in this stuff. But it's kind of like, do you remember Karen Kasama's The Invitation? I feel like that's a movie yes. that does kind of what this is trying to do, but so much better. That movie was so good. Yeah. The Invitation's way better than this. It's but it's a not found footage. I know. Did not need the found footage. Holy shit. This gave me a headache. I know. But also it plays on that idea of it's making you uncomfortable. And you're like, something's fucking wrong, but they can't leave. Like, they put actual barriers between them and leaving. This movie gets fucking weird from the jump, and he stays. I don't know why. I can't I can't fathom. It doesn't give him any good reason to stay. And then he finds out that this terrifying person has his address and he doesn't immediately go find a hotel or or a friend or a parent. Yeah, he continues to stay. He continues to stay. It's so crazy. And it takes him like two deliveries of DVDs to try and report it. I'm like, dude. And even then, he goes to where he wanted him to go. I, that made me furious because a when he left that cabin i don't know why he didn't like on the way down the hill or whatever call the police call the police immediately or somebody or whatever on top of that the sister calls and she fucking knows what's going on and she hasn't reported it like how is nobody watching this guy but then on top of it he then tries to report it to the police without any like identifying info and the police don't give a shit which by the way i have some guy followed me home one night and i tried to do that and they were like tell us if he hurts you click like that is exactly (laughs) how the police respond they're terrible yeah thankfully that apartment had a gate anyway at that point once he gets the dvd that's like i'm gonna be at this place at this time send the cops there or like just don't show up like why would you show up like that's the dumbest thing you could do well this guy had video evidence that he was obstructing a passageway and like yeah refusing to let him leave which is like those are crimes yeah. yes like, and you have video evidence of it and an assault yeah and so he just been like watch this dvd he did this i want to press charge he cut my hair while i was asleep please arrest him i i don't think he saw that until but, but why mikey why isn't he watching the films back he has him on tape at his fucking house like four different times and he's just like nothing else weird has happened i'm like are you not watching the tapes I, i'm i'm not gonna knock that for him because i don't listen to my own podcast i mean that is if true i yeah, was that's worried <laughs> like what if at the end of the no. episode todd was like i'm going to murder you tonight oh. and then people would be like why didn't you listen to the episode i'd be like i didn't know he was gonna murder me if i was worried <laughs> first of all if i was if i stayed in the place where someone knew my address and could come find me which why uh but if i did and then i had a camera that he leaves on all night so he's clearly taping himself for a reason why isn't he watching the tapes why isn't he watching them he has it on tape so many times Paige, it's it dumb. makes no the- damn sense well we don't know what the reason he was taping himself at night was well it doesn't matter 
together. Well, he wasn't taping himself at night. Mark turns it on when he cuts his hair and shit. Like, he turns it on. Every other time, he wakes up and he turns it on. The guy who was, I don't know the other fucking yeah. names. But, like, he's not recording himself while he sleeps. Aaron, when he turns it on, like, wakes up, turns it on, and then you see it. The one time Aaron doesn't turn it on is when he gets his hair cut and Mark turns it on. Yeah. This is why everyone should have a pet. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or okay. six. No, no one should have <laughs> Unless you're a farmer. Also, fun fact, this dude's a fucking terrifying stalker. If you have six pets, you're going to end up with six dead pets because that's the kind of fucking crazy shit this dude is Todd, doing. you should get a stalker. <laughs> no, I love my pets, Mikey. Oh. I got you, no, Todd. I, I know no, you stop love stop winking at me. I, I actually do love my pets. I don't, I'm not like a dog owner like you are where you would be sort of okay with your dog getting offed. Well, I mean, you have six. So there's got to be like one or two you like more than the rest. Oh, there definitely are. But I do love all so, of like, them. So like if you lost <laughs> four, like you probably wouldn't be that upset. No, I'd be super sad. Just if like old timey people and all their kids. What? Yeah. No, I would be very upset if we lost any of our animals. Having just lost one, I, I, I'm i still very sad about it. Would have been a scarier film if he was just like, hey, man, what's, like, what's your Snapchat? <laughs> just sending him dick pics or something, Mikey? Like what? I mean, if you're going to creep, you got to you gotta really yeah. creep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You got to do it right. I kept thinking of this as like ex machina, where I was trying to think of like, what's a non-found footage movie with kind of a simple conceit of like someone gets invited to a house. They don't, they're kind of out in the middle of nowhere and they have to then escape. And that's the one I kept oh, Texas thinking Chainsaw of. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I, I, kind of. Or X. Or X. But I feel like I understand why it's found footage. I know it's probably budgetary and I know it kind of fits in with the story, but it made me so dizzy that the whole time I was just like, did this need to be found footage? No. no. I think found footage is a, is a product of its time where this came out what 11 no 2014 14 way past the time oh, it's budgetary guys like this this it's, film it's budgetary 100%. this whole film should have been just like a proof of concept film and creep for a, 2 for a bigger film yes, yeah and creep 2 should have been the only one that we ever got to see like they should have made this in a week and been like hey jason bloom here's sort of the vibe we're going for and he's like cool let me give you a budget now make an actual movie and that would have been cool. Like Creep 2, from what I hear, is way better. But this very much sounds like a proof of concept that, like, for whatever reason, got released on video on demand. And honestly, just makes me like Mark Duplass less. I really like him. But I mean, I like him, too. I, I like a lot of those mumblecore films, but I, I, I don't I don't like this. I will. I'll say what I texted to you guys as I was watching it. That when I was looking it up on Netflix, it was like, do you mean Creed and Creed 2? And I was like, I fucking wish I meant Creed and Creed 2. Because those movies fucking slap. I haven't seen them, but there's no way they're worse than this. You should watch them. They're really good. Do I have to watch all the Rockies to watch them? You do not. Do I have to care about boxing? Not really, no. Rocky 4, Rocky Balboa, and then Creed. But to be honest, I'm not going to watch any of those. Even the Rocky movies are pretty good, like in general. Yeah, the Rocky movies are good. Not all of them. The original is amazing. Uh-huh. Two is not bad. Four is like the classic. Is that the one where he fights I- Ivan Drago or whatever? Yes. yes. That's the one I want to watch and nothing else. I liked Rocky Balboa, which was like 
when you thought that was going to be the last one where it's the I, one comes I back. I don't remember. I, I barely remember that one. I'm pr- I probably saw it. But to be honest, I feel like you could watch Rocky, the original Rocky, then Rocky Four, then Creed One and Creed Two, and I think you're pretty much covered at that point. You got which which Rocky does he fight Apollo Creed? I thought it was no, maybe it's not it's one. Four. Maybe it's two. It's four because well, Drago. Four is where Apollo Creed dies because Drago kills. Sorry, yeah, spoiler. Yeah. So, Wait, so it's four. Yeah, what? Rocky One and Four. Dude, I'm telling you, Rocky movies are like not bad. They're pretty good in general. No, I'm just shocked that you just spoiled a 40 year old movie for me. Whatever. <laughs> you also don't need to know anything about boxing. Creed it's- two, Drago is the trainer of the guy that he's yes. fighting. I must break and you. Drago killed his father. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 So he's Apollo <laughs> Creed's son. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, sort, oh, sort of. Okay. I, sort of. Okay, so here's Pretty the thing. Sort of. Rocky movies, uh, Rocky movies, while being about boxing, are not really about boxing. They are about the interpersonal relationships between the athletes and the people around them while they compete in a, a sport that takes a lot out of you. That's basically what Rocky movies are okay. about. So the first movie is more about Rocky just becoming a famous boxer in training and going from being like a street fighter to actually becoming a boxer right. while like falling in love and like losing his coach it's it's a really kind of like sad but good story and then the subsequent rocky movies are about him grappling with the ego of being famous and training and making sure that he doesn't take himself too seriously until we get to rocky four where apollo creed who he has fought a handful of times in the ring and is now Mm -hmm. good friends with they are like People who used to fight each other but have become good friends because yeah. they fight each other. And I think sure. I think Creed's like the champion of the world at that point. Yeah, Creed is like the fucking best. And Creed, I believe, challenges Ivan Drago because Rush this is mid mid Cold yeah, War. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like height of the Cold War. Uh Rush is like, we have the best boxer in the world. And they've pumped him full of steroids. He's like genetically engineered, is like a whole thing. And So they send him into the ring with Apollo Creed and he kills Apollo Creed in the ring during the match and just doesn't fucking care. Like he literally just says if he dies, he dies. I mean, if that's what he's being paid to do, like I get it. Like they're, yeah. they're, they, well, no, you're not yeah. supposed to kill people. You're not supposed to kill people in the ring. I mean, like, did he do it on purpose? It's not yes. Mortal Combat. It's yeah. professional boxing. I know, but people die in boxing occasionally just from accidents or they million dollar baby themselves or whatever. Like people <laughs> die in all, all sports. It's not an accident. Okay. okay it's okay, not okay, an okay. accident. Like Creed doesn't really tap out, but it's also because he's beaten so badly. He, clearly is not well enough to even tap out and and drago beats him to death like it's brutal and so rocky trains to beat drago as revenge for killing apollo creed there are other rocky movies after it i don't remember one of them he fights hulk hogan you don't skip all holy shit skip all he fights hulk hogan brother okay Fine, just watch all of them. I don't want to. I don't want to watch any of them. <laughs> you should. No, I'm telling you, Todd, you're going to watch them and be like, fuck, these are good. If we were doing an action movie podcast. I would make you watch every single fucking yeah, Rocky movie. Be like, it'd be like our Friday the 13th. Like, it's, it's a franchise. Yes. Uh, so then Creed 1, the first Creed, is Apollo Creed's illegitimate son. 
So Apollo Creed dies. Yeah. And it turns out that he had cheated on his wife and has an illegitimate son whose biological mother also dies. So he ends up in like an orphanage. So Apollo Creed's wife, who we've known from like other movies, adopts him from the orphanage because he's the last thing she has to remember her husband. I fucking love everything about this so far. Like this is amazing. It gets better. It gets better. Yeah, It gets so much better. She raises him. To not fight because she doesn't. She she's like she doesn't want husband, him to die. She doesn't Talk. want him to die. My husband die. died fighting. It was it's like this whole thing. But he secretly fights because he's just like naturally good yeah, at he's it. He's Apollo Creed's kid. And then and then who comes back to train Creed? Got to be Rocky, right? Well, 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 we'll get to it. So he decides to leave his job as he's like a banker or something. Like he has like yeah, a he day wait, job. Sues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he leaves his job. And decides that he's going to fight full time. But because he hasn't been training for years like everybody else, he's not like good. He, like he's he's scrappy, but he's not trained. And so he goes to Rocky and is like, I need you to train me. And Rocky's like, I watched your dad die in the ring. Like, <laughs> I, I don't feel good training you, basically. And also, I have cancer. And he's just like, wait, Rocky has cancer? Yes. Then let this be the last thing you do. Basically, like, what do you have to lose, essentially? So Rocky trains him, but they train him under a different name. They refuse to let him fight as Creed. He trains, I forget what his other name was. Yeah, I forgot it. And he's just like clobbering people, and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, where'd he come from? And then somebody slips it to the press that he's Apollo Creed's kid. Meanwhile, he's also in a relationship with Tessa Thompson, who's a singer who's losing her hearing, but it's not important. Anyway, so they reveal that he's Creed's kid. It's all over the news, because he's like the new, like, lightweight champ or whatever and someone from he's like a guy who is like about to go to prison for like drug trafficking very like connor um mcgregor mcgregor very connor Mm -hmm. mcgregor and he's like i want to fight him but i'll only fight if he fights under the creed name because i want to beat a creed basically so he ends up fighting under the creed name and kicking that dude's ass and you're just like yeah and then the next movie is basically ivan drago trains somebody and he has to fight the guy that the guy who killed his dad in the ring trained you're welcome watch all the rocky movies i'm definitely not gonna watch any of them now because i have like all of it i know i know the story i'm good no you no. no, we're just we're just glancing it's like this dragon is, ball z this is bare bones i'm not gonna watch dragon ball z me either it's a lot like Dragon Ball Z. Well, <laughs> a lot of training montages. <laughs> well, now that we spent, I don't know, 20 minutes talking about the Rocky and Creed franchises, do you guys want to talk about Creep? No, honestly, <laughs> I, I can talk about Rocky yeah. for like the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just pre- like pretend this episode that the cameraman is Rocky and Aaron? Mark Duplass is Dolph Lundgren's character from Rocky Four. Okay, so Dolph Lundgren has like big yellow square hair and he's just like i must break, almost you. break you. <laughs> you like that because rocky goes out in the woods to train and yeah and he's Russians like lifting logs i've actually yeah. seen that yeah. montage because people make fun of it all the time as like one of the silliest it is montages. Hilarious. i don't know it's like some weird 80s song like fast and loose yeah what a display well, it's like that kind of music i mean the original rocky is eye of the tiger yes. like that's where that song is from i know and he's running up the steps philadelphia yeah everybody knows that it won an academy <laughs> award oh wow. which creed is it in the the first or the second creed where he's running and the whole city runs with it's, him i think it's the oh, maybe the and, second one 
I, you're just like crying and cheering. It's so good. Okay, it's so funny that you said like that because that to me sounds like when Superman collects all of the world's nuclear missiles in a no, fucking fuck trash that. bag and throws them into the sun. Like- because you're watching a man <laughs> grapple with with his like, is it his destiny? Is this his name to claim? knowing the history that that name has, but a town just like wanting him to succeed. It's really good. Both the creeds, at least. Fucking amazing. Okay, cool. So good. The very first Rocky, I did win a screenwriting Oscar and is just genuinely just good. Four is bonkers in the best 80s way. Yeah, I mean, I will definitely watch four. Like, four sounds great. Yeah. But I mean, it. Four's amazing. But after you explained the movies, I have no desire to see them. Like, I just don't care. I mean, you say that until you see them, and then you'll just be like, Paige was fucking right. I I mean, I. Listen, that probably is the case, but like, (laughs) I just don't care about boxing at all, really. Yeah, they're not really about boxing. Like, there's only, in the first one, I think there's only three boxing matches total. It's maybe 10 minutes of a two-hour movie. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what, Mikey? I fucking love Jamaican bobsledding. I I know, but it's not about (laughs) bobsledding. I mean, I I would say there's more tennis in one Wimbledon than there is boxing in all the Rockies. (laughs) I love tennis, so I'll watch that shit. I do love Wimbledon. Did you ever see Bloodsport? Yes. Dude, if you like Bloodsport, you will fucking love Rocky. Rocky's the good version. <laughs> like, Bloodsport wishes it was Rocky. But Bloodsport's terrible. Like, it's... I know. Okay. So Rockies are terrible? Like, they're, like, fun, terrible? Well, f- four is fun, terrible. Yeah, that's the reason I want to watch four. One is just good. <laughs> one, one is, like, this is what it means to make a good movie about this. And then four is, like, by the way, the Soviets are evil, but better lift logs like it's crazy and also apollo creed dresses like uncle sam and so like when michael b jordan has to like take on the creed name it's like the shiny shorts it's like the whole thing cool and it's michael b jordan and he's fucking shirtless the whole time it's great oh, so now i understand why my page likes them so much that makes sense mikey okay. likes it too mikey will back me up on it i use i box so of course i like boxing movies I mean, I played soccer, so I like bend it like Beckham, and that's pretty much it. It's a decent movie. <laughs> Can we please talk about the one movie we have to talk about right now? Ugh, okay, fine. so Aaron is driving out to no, the okay. Salt Flats or whatever. No, the he Salt the Flats? No. He says something about flats. He goes up a mountain, and you literally just called it Salt Flats. <laughs> he says he's leaving the flatlands and heading toward the mountaintop. He's yeah, going see, east up into exactly Angeles River, or like uh, up into Angeles Forest. <laughs> Essentially. No, I'm pretty sure he went to the Salton Sea, Mikey. That's where he went. That's where this whole thing takes place. I love that movie. The Salton Sea? Uh-huh. It's a movie? It's a movie starring... There's, there's a movie called The Salton Sea starring Val Kilmer. Is it about the Salton Sea? It's definitely in it. The Salton Sea is in that movie. Well, it so. should be. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. The Salton Sea story is one of my favorite stories, like from history. Anyway, that's not in this movie at all. No, yeah. not at all. So he's going up this mountain and he's talking to himself. It's 2014... What is he, like a TikToker or an Instagrammer? Yeah, which, yes. He's a what? An influencer. Who is? He's talking to his camera like a vlogger, is what Mikey's getting at. He's vlogging Todd. Yeah. Vlogging Todd. (laughs) I mean, but he himself is not an influencer. He's just talking to it like- We don't know. He's just talking- Yeah, yeah, he's not anymore. Vlog style. No. He, in in the notes for this script, it just said, talk about the trip. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. He just said he answered a Craigslist ad or something. He answered Craigslist ad. He's like, what if it's just some, you know, old- 
like older lady waiting for a hot young thing or whatever. Which, of well, course, it's not going to be that. Never. Yeah. It's never it's that. Never going to be that. Yeah. Anyway, he drives into Crestline, California. It is a real place. And it is kind of a little mountain community. He goes and knocks on the door. Nobody answers. He waits outside. He calls. Nobody answers. And. This is some of the worst shaky cam. This and then yeah. there's a scene later on where I almost had to turn off the movie because I was like, I'm going to barf. Yeah. Like, this is bad. That second one later on is in the woods. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I hated it so much. Like I had to look away. Yeah. I, I looked away until I heard them talking again because I could not continue to look at yeah. it. Anyway, he sees an axe in one of the stumps kind of down, kind of between the cabin and his car. And we cut to him in the car where he just says, I think it's smarter that I wait in the car. Yeah. And at which point, Maybe drive away. Nobody answered. Aaron is very desperate for money. How desperate, though? Because... That's what they should have established at the beginning of the film. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I get that a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks, and I've done some weird video shoots because I had bills to pay, but I would have left like so much faster than this. Yeah, absolutely. But Mark Duplass shows up at the window and surprises him. And he like tries to jump scare him a million different times in this movie. It never really works. Oh, yeah. How'd that go for you, Todd? I hated it. Like this movie pissed me off more than it scared me because the only scares that are a part of this movie are like the douchebaggery sort of like jump scare moments where like you're coming in late at night and your brother's hiding in the corner to scare you. It's like that kind of thing. Like the tension is there. There's a little bit of tension. There's not a lot of tension. I think the movie thinks there's a lot more tension than it actually does like convey. But really the only scary moments are when he jumps out at you. Like at the very end when he jumps in front of the camera and then he starts screaming you know as he's watching the murder or whatever i was like oh fuck everything about this movie and the people who yeah made it. Like, I, I i fucking I hated it the TV. and it made me it made me not like mark Duplass at all like i'm like oh this i fucking hate this person everything about this person i hate him i mean i i not him personally well maybe he made this but like yeah it felt very cheap where i was like really yeah <laughs> like come on it's terrible but that's what I mean. It feels like a proof of concept movie where you're trying to prove yeah. to like a Jason Blum that you can make scary shit, right? Uh, but they should never have released this. Yeah. Like this has completely colored the way I feel about everything he's made. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I do agree. This should have been your sizzle reel. Yeah. Not your full movie. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he gets out of the car to meet him and insists on hugging him. And there's multiple points in the next 40 minutes where he insists on breaking the touch barrier and hugging him. And it's very uncomfortable. It's a very huggy movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he takes him into the cabin. He basically says, this is our family vacation home. Lots of special memories, paintings. And he gives him this whole story of like, I'm a cancer survivor and I beat it once. But now I have a giant brain tumor and they can't operate. So I've only got a couple months to live. Yeah. And I'm having a baby. And so this is basically a movie about who I am as a father for my baby who I will probably not live to see, which is very sad. But It is very sad, yeah. Or it would be if it was real. Yeah, it, if it was real, <laughs> it'd be sad. And he pays him ahead of time, which I found interesting, probably because he knows he's going to get that money back, I guess. I mean, he may not ever get that money back, but well, he doesn't know that because he let him go home, yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't want to let him go home. Like, he fought him. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't kill him. Yeah, I mean, I think that was just because he wasn't able to. I, th I don't think he didn't want to. I think it was he failed, maybe. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? It's, this whole thing's ad-libbed. Like, who fucking knows what they intended? 
that is one of the problems with improving an entire movie is that you don't have the ability to layer in context that will be important later necessarily unless you work really hard to do it. Like, yeah. It's it's tough to do. The worst part is like halfway through, they're like, somebody give us a profession. I'm going to need a vegetable and a reason that you're caught without your pants. Go. <laughs> Eggplant masturbation. Oh. Caught my wife watching bestiality porn. Oh, <laughs> that's such a strange story, especially once you realize that it's hopefully completely made up. Of course it is. He doesn't have a wife. It's, of course, completely made up. Well, no, it, he could have also potentially raped his sister. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, no. I mean, he's a crazy person. And I mean that, like, in the technical sense. Like, there's something wrong with him. So it's anybody's guess. I would hope that if that happened. I think it was all made up. I think it was all made up. I hope it was. If that, I would hope that if that happened, he would be in jail, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. And, and that's kind of what I was, we'll get to it when we get to that part. But yeah. anyway, so he takes him into the bathroom for the first scene where he gets completely naked and he gets in the tub and he's like, this is. <laughs> Which is like, if you wanted a red flag, like if you're going to begin yeah. your goodbye video. It's the biggest red flag. Yeah. I would have been fucking out at this point. This would have been my bye. Goodbye. I would no. have left the money and been like, hey, I'm just going to go. We don't have to think about this ever again. Please keep your clothes on until I'm back in my car. Yeah. I would have taken the money. I mean, yeah, take the money and run. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. But he films this whole thing and it's him almost pantomiming with an invisible baby in the tub and then it just gets weirder and weirder and creepier and creepier to the point where I, at this point, I'm like, this man is not well and I don't know why this is part of it because especially once you realize like what the whole of the movie is why is this part of his process like does he do a different one well, i guess i'd have to see creep 2 to find out does he do a different thing every time is it a different reason to have the movie every time i mean at the end oh it is different yeah i mean at the end okay. you see that he's setting up another videographer type murder but i don't know what his excuse for having the videographer there is going to be the next time right so you might be right yeah it might be a different thing every time and honestly i i feel like this is why most people shouldn't take improv classes like, I feel like things are gonna get out of hand sometimes. I was just waiting for him to like, yeah, so this is our vacation house and we're gonna be listing on Airbnb. So I just need you to take highs and lows, corners, pan the room. <laughs> so yeah, like right? that he would just be a real estate videographer. Yeah. Anyway, so he he kind of stops the tubby scene and is like this is this is so sad. I you know, like I'm not going to get to see him. I could just end it right now. And he slips into the tub and just stays under and waits for Aaron, the videographer, to be like, hey, oh, my God, are you OK? And then pops out and is like, oh, it was a joke. And I'm like, that's not a joke. That's not another great time to leave. Yes. To be like that made me so uncomfortable. Bye. Yeah. No, we don't joke about this. He's naked. You should leave then. Yeah, the nakedness would have been the out for me. Yeah. Like, if there was not nakedness discussed... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mom, come here. T tell Todd and Paige what you thought about the movie. Just speak into okay, the microphone. great, great, great. That was stupid. <laughs> Do you have any other comments? I was like, what are you watching? <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt when I was watching it. She said, it was terrible. Wait, has she seen Rocky? Can you ask her about Rocky? Have you seen Rocky? The movie. She has. Of course, she said. Because it's a classic, Todd. Todd has not seen it. I mean, does she like it? I know it's not a horror movie or a rom-com. I don't know. He falls in love with Adrian, right? I, I think we might be able to do Adrian! it for Romance in the Pod, right? Uh, Adrian dies and he names his Italian restaurant after her because their love was real. <laughs> Wait, tell Paige. Just get on this. Paige, 
Yes. I don't like those kind of movies where the camera jerks around and it's. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it's that. It makes me nauseous I and it. I don't like it. Yeah. It made me really nauseous as well. I had to look away at one point. It's stupid. It was like somebody was just taping something in their backyard. That's because someone was just taping something in their backyard. <laughs> it was yeah, stupid. Yeah, it was real dumb. I feel validated. My mom is like the critic from the the cartoon critic. <laughs> it sticks. Oh, Statler and Waldorf over there. Love it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, nudity that wasn't pre-disclosed in a contract. Bye-bye. As I learned from listening to the dollop episodes on Steven Seagal. Oh, those episodes are hilarious, but terrifying. <laughs> yes. If someone's exposing themselves to you, say bye-bye. Sue them and take their money. Unless it's a consensual and you want that. I mean, sure, but that should be a discussion ahead of time. Yeah, that's why she said contract and nudity is okay, right? Like, that makes sense because yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone knows what's on board. Oh, I was talking about, like, relationships. Oh, no, no, no. If you send a contract that was like, hey, we're going to do this, there will be nudity, blah, blah, blah. Different story, because then I know and I have agreed, then you're going to be not surprised by that happening. But surprise nudity, never good. Yeah, surprise nudity is always a warning. Yeah. Anyway, they decide to go out on a hike, which also, the second you're like, we're going to go on a hike, I'd be like, you're going to go on a hike. I'm going to go to the car. We're going to go our separate ways. You have fun with that. Um, but as they're kind of getting ready and putting jackets on, this is where he shows him peach fuzz in the closet, which is a weird wolf mask. And he puts it on and sings a song that he says that his dad made up to sing for little kids. And it goes on very too long. It, way too long. And it's so clear that he's making it up in that moment. Like, yeah. he literally, when he was writing the outline, the five-page outline or whatever, wrote all improv a song about peach fuzz. If that even. And then did zero thought about it. Yeah. I think it's my least favorite part of the movie. It is peach fuzz, just in uh -huh. general. Mm -hmm. It has no place in the movie. Like, There's also no reason for it. Like, he could just kill people without a mask on. Like, I, it's strange. Yeah. It's one of those things that's meant to be just like, ooh, isn't he weird? And it's like, yeah, but there were a lot of weird things before we even got to the wolf mask. Yeah. Remember that time he pantomimed giving a baby a bath? So fucking strange. <laughs> so crazy. Creepy. I'm never going to be around a person who I've seen do that once. Like that's no, yeah. you do that in the privacy of your own bathroom. I don't even do it there, why, Mikey. Why? Why would you ever need to do that, Mikey? I want kids. Yeah, but that's no. But Mikey, you don't actually do that, right? Like, please tell everyone. No, of course not. That you don't. Okay, thank you. Todd, I'm I need take to showers. talk to you about the podcast right now. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> anyway, he grabs some hats out of the the closet. They go on a hike because there's a legend about miracle waters of the heart. That he found out from this made up source because he definitely knew where they were going. It's completely made up. Right. But he is finding a reason to drag him out into the woods. So I would they... kill him here. Absolutely. You would kill them here. Like this is the reason Paige will never go hiking on a first date. I just also don't like hiking, but also never on a first date. Well, that's true. But yeah, but like, this is why we tell people never to go hiking on a first date. Like if they say let's go hiking on a first date, they're going to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> If you offer hiking on a first date to me, I mean, it doesn't happen now because I don't date people, but red flag immediately. Right. Immediately. The other uh, the other thing that would give me a red flag is so for me, whenever I was online dating, first date was always somewhere in a public place. I drive myself. I have a way to get out of it. Yeah. There's people around. And whenever someone would not agree to that in a first date, that date did not happen. Where guys were like, no, I'll just come over to your place. The fuck you no, will. No, you won't. You, you don't get to know my address. 
You don't get to, no. My first date, hundred percent. I'm always like, "Hey, come hike on my family farm." No, nope. <laughs> it's right by the unfinished graveyard. Yeah, nope. take a left at Tubby Time. You're just a you're you're just a my favorite murder episode waiting to happen. Ooh. I guess that's a podcast. I'll see you on ID Discovery. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'll see you on sixty minutes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> or the follow up, sixty minutes. Two. Two. <laughs> Which it blew my mind that that was a real show. The two things I could not believe about that episode was that they didn't have a stab two. They just skipped over right. stab two. And right. 60 minutes two was bonkers. And that actually yep. existed. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they hike down the trail and he keeps like running off ahead of him so that Aaron, the cameraman, has to chase him. And every time he does it, it's just like leaves, 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 branch, branch, branch to the point where if you're sensitive to that, oh, th- this movie is like a pop a couple Dramamine before you watch oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's it's rough. Yikes. It's a rough watch. But the second the person who I don't know that's leading me on this trail runs off, I'm immediately turning around and running back to the car. Like I'm leaving immediately. Yeah. This is my chance to escape. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have a thousand dollars in my pocket even if i didn't drive to the hiking trailhead i can hire someone to pick me up and take me back to my car and i can leave yeah you know whatever yeah this is also a world in which they have fucking cell phones and uber existed right uh now i don't think uber is happening up in the mountains but you have a cell phone to call a cab or yeah. a friend or, or the any police. possible solution to this problem like it's insane that i w- w- yeah. i mean i have plenty to talk about about his car when we get to it but because he had it towed out because he never got his keys back he never got his keys back yeah which how did he not call the police if he's towing his car away from there like, like the whole yeah. thing is yeah well and he looks it up and he's like it's just some rental what name was he renting under right like, th- there are clues. He's unemployed, not an unemployed detective, Paige. <laughs> then call an employed detective and be like, I have tons of video evidence. I know where the address was. Somebody had to rent it. So there had to be some sort of exchange of goods or services to do it. Like, he's the worst murderer ever. He's leaving a huge paper trail. Yeah. Well, Aaron is also the worst victim. Oh, I think you mean he's the best person in the world. <laughs> so strange. Well, yeah, because he's the best person because he makes it so easy to be murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so true, Mikey. He's like, that guy fought me. I left the house, had my car towed, didn't do anything else. And then I met him in a park. Yeah, then I met him in a park. Yeah. He's still the victim, though. Anyway, you can't, you know. Who would have thought vloggers are not smart people? I mean... Is he a blogger? I didn't catch that at all in the movie. I think Mikey is just headcanoning I don't know why. This. I think Meg, Mikey's headcanoning. It's because that's how he talks to the camera, but we don't know why he's talking to the camera that way. He's talking to the camera because his buddy Mark talked him into improving a movie, and he has no idea what the fuck he's supposed to say. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, he keeps following him on this hike, and at this point, the movie is 25% over, and aggressively nothing has happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. So... He runs ahead a couple more times and tries to jump scare him, and it's ridiculous. And he does this whole, like, that was a near-death experience. What did it feel like? But also, like, no, it wasn't a near-death experience. (laughs) It was an asshole jumping out of a wooded area. Well, and he's asking him all these questions, like, do you have, you know, anyone you need to make peace with before you go? And he gets into this question of, like, you saw that I have an axe. Did you think I'd kill you with it? And he's like, yeah, kind of. And he's like, that's crazy. Do you think he was always planning on killing him with the axe or he only asked that question and then decided to after he answered yes? I think that's the whole reason he has an axe. I don't think it comes with the cabin. 
I think that's his act. Oh, I mean, that's the rented cabin, right? I think he leaves it out for people to see it. Yeah, same. Are you saying that it wasn't an accident? Just like it was not an accident when Ivan Drago killed Apollo Creed in the ring. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I have to leave in all of that Rocky shit, don't I? You should just title it. You're like Creep and the Rocky franchise. Creep slash Creed one and two. <laughs> one and two. Yeah. Anyway, they do find the, what does he call it? A lookout point. And they look over this little spring that has like a heart-shaped hole. And he plays like he's finding it for the first time. I always play like I find the heart-shaped hole the first time. Right. Oh, God. Are you fucking people in the chest? What's wrong with you? (laughs) Kalima! Sorry. I only fuck Care Bears. Sorry. It's just a chest burster, but <laughs> yeah. from the other direction. You guys missed what I said. Oh, what did you what? say? I said I only fuck Care Bears. Oh. That's their stomach. Yeah, that's weird. Just call me, what's this dude's name? Fuck Shine Bear, but we're not going to get into it. <laughs> I'm this dude's wife or whatever. Mark's? Yeah. His name's Joseph in the movie. It's Joseph's wife, Angela. Call me Angela. Angela! <laughs> I've got chips for you. A whole bag. Put some uh, hair on and I'm in because I'm Angela, the <laughs> person who likes furry people. Wasn't that nice of me? I put an axe in your head. A whole axe. Anyway, that was your sleepaway camp moment in this Rocky <laughs> slash Creed slash Creep episode. I mean, they are at a cabin. I mean, that's fine. That yeah. checks out. They could have spent their time running through the woods training to fight Ivan Drago, but <laughs> instead they went and found this weird heart-shaped hole. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I never can find it. That doesn't surprise me at all. It's at the top, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, it extends backwards over the... You should watch this documentary on Netflix. <laughs> Called but- Pleasure or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And- There's healing waters? I mean, you do it right. Yeah. You'll be bathed in the healing waters, Mikey, if you do it right. Yeah. Cleanse yourself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Like Pussatonka. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey is so red and it's not because of his sunburn. <laughs> but I am very sunburned. Y- you are. Yeah. It's pretty great. Oh, I was going to try to do a peach fuzz joke, but it's just like I fell apart for me. Mm-mm. Anyway. So after they find the heart-shaped hole, they go in and they like dunk their feet in and they're like rubbing water on each other's faces. Yeah. And he scratches their initials into a rock with a heart around it, which I was like troubling. Yes. That would make me very uncomfortable. I've never done that in relationships. First I know, of all, right? this isn't even a date. You paid me to be your videographer. Because I tried to do it. I tried to do it. And the girl was like, uh, we're not tree carving official first song. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Way to get to the heart of the matter, sweet. She was right. She was right. Yeah. Anyway. Also, in this movie, it's not a date. He's a videographer that has been dragged on a hike against his will. Yeah. And he's just like, love forever. But he then says, if you're still hungry, let's go to Billy Bear's. They have the greatest pancakes in the world. And then they get to Billy Bear's and he's just like, I wonder what's good here. And he's like, I thought you said you used to come here with your family all the time. And he's like, oh, yeah, but they changed the menu. So anyway, have you ever done anything you're really ashamed of? And then we get like a 12 minute story about him peeing his pants. Yes. And how he had some sensor attached to his wrist that went up his sleeve into his pants that could tell if he pissed himself. Like, does that? That even exist it does for people who wet the bed oh okay i didn't realize that was a thing it's called an apple watch first off 
<laughs> I pissed all over my Apple Watch. <laughs> you slept 12 hours. You pissed six. Um, no, I, I, had, I, I had a friend. A friend, quote unquote, Mikey. Yeah, friend. I was not a, a, not a bedwetter, but I had a friend growing up who all the way into like like upper elementary uh, would have to wear like Depends and stuff because she there was something wrong with her REM sleep uh, where her okay. body would not wake her up. And so she actually had an alarm that when it sensed wetness, like of any kind, really would blare loudly to try and wake her up. Oh, I put one of those on my water heater. I don't think it's the same. I mean, that's the same principle. It's not. <laughs> I mean, in theory, it's probably similar. Similar, but it was to try and train her body to recognize that sensation Oh, and that to trigger sense. it to wake up. That's also really embarrassing, and that's very, probably very traumatizing as a child. Yeah. I'm sure. And the only reason I know is because we went to a couple sleepovers together. I got to treat my water heater nicer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your water heater is going to need therapy later in life. Also, if your water <laughs> yeah. heater gets, like, head trauma and starts lighting things on fire, watch out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because those are the early warning signs of a murderer. All that is liquid that dump. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, no, it's been disproven. The triad is not official, but they're... Correlation does like not equal guideline. causation. Right, but right, right, right. It's one of those things that like when you go backwards and are like, why are all these people serial killers? You find all these common things. But the other thing to look at is like. Generally, it's child abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Your friend sounds more like a medical condition. But yeah, I mean, no, like, that was definitely a medical condition. Yeah. Well, this episode's not dark. We could have talked about Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> we could have. Now we're going to talk about my water heater's traumatic childhood. How good did that Philly cheesesteak <laughs> look in Creed 1? I want to try a mac and cheese steak. No, I'm think good. about it. No, I don't want to think about it. It's just like mac and cheese with like the cheesesteak steak in it. See, if I was improving this, I've been like, then I searched my wife's uh, search history. Oh, jeez. It, it said mac and cheese steak, and then that's caused a wedge between us. <laughs> Here, here's my problem with adding mac and cheese to other foods. Mac and cheese by itself is great. Yes. But the second you add it to other foods, it just makes the other foods slimier and the mac and cheese chewier. Yeah, and I'm like, you can add stuff to mac and cheese. That's but what I was saying. You cannot add yes. mac and cheese into other things. Yeah, add like cheesesteak ingredients to mac and cheese. That's what that I'm here for. That makes sense. Yeah, that's that, what I meant. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted to put mac and cheese on a, a cheesesteak. No, people yeah, do that. Not on yeah. a bun. That'd be weird. People I mean, do just, it. I feel like he's backpedaling. He's backpedaling. Well, and that's also the thing where people are like grill, like gr like grilled cheese sandwich with mac and cheese, and I'm like, just give me the mac and cheese and a grilled cheese sandwich. Like, I don't need them together. The only thing I want with a grilled cheese sandwich is maybe some bacon, but like tomato basil soup is all I want with a grilled tomato cheese sandwich. Soup. That's I had grilled cheeses here at the beach. God damn, that sounds so good. Apples, apples and grilled cheese. Interesting. Okay, hell yeah. I used to make. I haven't done it in a while, but I used to get aged cheddar, and then how get, old, Paige? How old cheddar? Eighteen, always. Okay, that's probably wise. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta make it. Make sure it's legal. You gotta, gotta get that barely legal cheddar. If you if you can get smoked aged cheddar, even better. Like if you can find Beecher Smoke flagship. Damn, my favorite kind of cheddar is barely legal step cheddar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then you thin slice like Granny Smith or Fuji apples, something with like a tang to it. Okay, and then. A little bit of honey and a little bit of balsamic vinegar and then bacon. Okay. Trust I mean, there me. are things about that I like. I don't really like 
apples, but like the rest of that sounds great. Keep an open mind. Would you try it? I would absolutely try it. Yeah, because okay. they don't get they don't get quite as soggy as like apple pie. They stay yeah. pretty crisp. Okay, and they they cut the sharpness of the cheddar a little bit, so you get a Ooh. more rounded flavor profile. Nice. Anyway, when I'm like gonna do a grilled cheese and like really do it, that's what I do. Anyway, so uh, after he tells his story about his alarm in his pants, then Mark Duplass is like, can I go? I'll admit something I'm ashamed of and shows him all the pictures that he took on his phone of him waiting for him to arrive when he was like at the door. Yeah, I've been like, nope, got to get out of here. Yeah, I'm fucking gone, dude. Like, I'll come back from my car another time. Yeah. Like, bye. And he's like, well, can can we go get past it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, no. And they go back to the cabin. <sighs> Aaron, you could do better, boy. Yeah. You could do better. Uh, and at this point, he's like, I think I'm going to head back. And he's like, well, no, I was going to pour you a whiskey and, you know, whatever. And I was just like, no, get in the car. Like, there's no reason to go back inside that house. No, there is not. And I, he has been with him all day. Like, that was the deal. That's what he was being paid for. Deal yep. complete. I'm leaving. Like, this is insane. Right. Uh, but he talks him into that house to have that whiskey. And... He runs up to scare him again, which is annoying. So shitty. Like, I fucking hate him in this movie. Well, and he starts kind of like question. They like sit down and have whiskey and he's questioning him about the money. Yeah. And he's like, well, I've amassed a fair amount of wealth. I want to give you some money. There's a check in your boot. And he's like, you check. That means you need money. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, There's it's a just- check in my boot. <laughs> There's a check in my boot. I, 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 you know, <laughs> everybody is going to check if there's a check in your boot. Of course there is. That's like Oprah being like, there's a new life under your seat. Like, it's of course. Oh, I don't believe that life starts under the seat. <laughs> life starts after you select it on the tilt a wheel on prices right i believe life starts with when you sit <laughs> but if he had a check in his boot i would have turned the fucking movie off like i would have been like this is so insane bonkers oh i'm sorry todd you don't believe in magic <laughs> what are you a mcdonald's commercial <laughs> what if he's like Check up your sleeve. That's your initials written in ash. Here's what, we, here's what would have kept me in it is if he went to go check and he pulled the check from his boot and tied to it were a bunch of handkerchiefs like a magician <laughs> that just kept coming out of his boot. Or inside the folded check was a card and he was like, is yeah. this your card? <laughs> Can I tell you one of my favorite, favorite, favorite dumb things that's ever happened at Roast Battle? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a roast battler named Zach Stein. He's, he's very, very funny. And he uh, has a, a notably large member. He got All a right. vitamin water dick? He got a vitamin water dick. Nice. And, <laughs> and the last time I battled on the same show with him, he was like, if she makes a joke about my dick, I have a bunch of tissues, like a string of handkerchiefs, and I'm going to pull it out. Hell yeah. Just, just like through his fly. And I was like, that's amazing. And then he said, I've been trying to do it the last three battles. Nobody's talked about it. So at home, I just then have to like unpack all the handkerchiefs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the visual of him going home at night and then having to undo the handkerchiefs and having to spend the whole night with them in there is so funny to me. What's better is if like if he met someone at the show and like took her home. 
<laughs> and then he has to explain why he has a shitload of hankies in his fly. <laughs> I just start doing this on dates. No, no, Mikey, you're like, no, just keep pulling. Just keep pulling. Can I tell you that if I went home with somebody and unzipped their fly and it was just a bunch of handkerchiefs, yeah. I would die laughing. Like, <laughs> like that would make the night for me anyway. Back to this weird movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I've got to start like doing a bunch of handkerchiefs in my <laughs> yeah. fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do it at a live show and just put it in my cleavage. <laughs> I won't tell anybody. I'll just like do it when you least expect it. So anyway, he kind of continues talking with him about his money situation. And at this point, the movie is half over and nothing has happened. Right. <laughs> it's rough. And and he's like, OK, now I really need to go. Uh, I, I got to leave. Yeah. I think it's time. And he, as he moves to, to leave, Mark Duplass is like, well, I lied to you about peach fluzz. Like, come over here and turn the camera off. I tell you something. Promise you'd never tell a soul. I got to get it off my chest. And he turns the lens off. He just like covers the lens. He doesn't actually turn the camera off. So we get the audio of this real crazy story. And, and he also refers to it as, uh, and this is such a slippery slope, I guess. He refers to it as rape but it sounds like what most people would call a consensual non-consent fantasy yes well when he was telling the story i was like oh she obviously knew it was you right right because it's just your the mask is just your head so it is your body yeah and like most of us have identifying features like I have some moles and like, yeah. you know, Todd has like terrifying feet. Well, she would think I was wearing a mask and feet. As you got matching Pete Fuzz feet. feet. She'd just be like, oh, Todd, you didn't shave today. Are you supposed to shave your feet? Some people do. I've shaved my feet before. Uh, only if you have so much hair where you could shave your feet. What it sounds like you do. I mean, I definitely could shave my feet. Yeah. A lot of ladies wax their toes. Oh, I wax a lot of ladies' toes. What? I'm an esthetician. Oh, I did not did not realize that. Okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Improv. Shocked that he knew <laughs> what that was called. I dated an esthetician once, and I was like, "What's it like?" And she's like, "I bleach a bunch of buttholes." And I was like, yeah, oh. I, yeah. "I bleach a bunch of buttholes. I wax a bunch of toes. I wax a bunch of noses." I was like, "Wow, do I need to be doing any of that?" And she was like, "No." No. Anyway, in the story, he even says that it seemed like she liked it and I liked it. And then I came back the next day pretending to be me, which, again, like if you if you've ever had someone who had a role playing thing like this. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. Uh, it sounds because uh, he says I'd never seen her so happy, but he does then say I left her there tied up, which is a, a little but like maybe they wanted to be. I don't know. It's a little Gerald's game, though, right? Like, yeah. And then he says they like never spoke about it again. But then yeah, he Gerald's back, the worst DM. <laughs> Do you mean Dungeon Master? Although that that actually <laughs> yeah. works for both D and D and like yeah. uh, S and M. So like I'm here yeah, for it. Yeah. either way. Let's do this. B D and D S M. Yeah. D and D S M. Yeah. <laughs> Roll twenty for initiative. Oh no, you've rolled one for heart attack. <laughs> so sorry. Anyway, but then he says I raped my own wife. Which at that point you're like, was she not consenting? Was but then you realize the entire story's fake. Yeah, All yeah. of it's fake. Of course it is. This kind of reminded me, you know, people unload a lot of stuff on me outside of work. I just have one of those personalities. Yeah. Paige, you strike me as the same way where people just come up to you and they're like, 
here's this horribly traumatic thing that happened to me. I want to tell you all of a sudden. I mean, a lot of people come up to me and they're like, so my mom's in a cult. And you're like, pull up a chair, friend. <laughs> so like here at the beach, we like rented chairs or whatever. And so like the cabana boy comes up to me. He's like, it's really windy today. So we got to point your umbrella that way. And I was like, yeah, you don't want one of these things going loose. And he's like, no, you don't. I saw a three-year-old impaled and killed on the beach last what? year. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh what the fuck? God! That is terrible. And he like goes into this story and I was like, okay, that must have been very hard for you. And I, I was didn't like, even know that could happen. Me either. It just like tumbled down the beach and then like landed on a kid. If he didn't end this conversation with improv, I'm going to be very <laughs> upset <laughs> that it actually happened. No, he was like, he's like, I saw everything. I'll never forget it. I have big nightmares in the night. And I would like, too. So do you want me to adjust this for more shade? And I was like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. You're at Myrtle Beach, right? No, I'm in uh, Perdido Key. Okay, so I regret to tell you this. Um, it happens every year. What? At most no! beaches on the eastern seaboard. Oh my God. It is in 2021. It happened to a woman in Ocean City, Maryland. In 2019, it happened to a 13-year-old boy oh. in in Massachusetts. And then uh, it happened to a three-year-old boy at Myrtle Beach. But he lived and survived. Oh. It has happened to a 55-year-old woman who was impaled in the chest. It happens so often. Oh, my God. Okay, according to a study done by the BBC, umbrellas injure thousands of people per year. Umbrellas kill more people than sharks. I was about to say, it sounds like if you go to the beach, you're more likely to get killed by an umbrella than a shark. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Holy shit. More than 31,000 people have been treated in hospitals for umbrella-related injuries between 2008 and 2017. What? Wow. That's like not a lot of time and a very big number. This all really checks out because they seem very shady. (laughs) (laughs) Those fucking umbrellas. They're so fucking shady. (laughs) He just unloaded that all to me and I was like, I am not in therapy mode. I just want him to put the umbrella up. I'm going to unload some more on you. Did you know that two senators, uh, Bob Menendez from New Jersey and Mark Warner from Virginia, have asked the CPSC to provide specific data on beach umbrella injuries in a recent letter to the commission's chair. So they're investigating how dangerous umbrellas are because they kill so many damn people every year. Holy shit. That's nuts. This is why I don't like the beach. I mean, I, I'm more of a nighttime beach bonfire kind of bitch. Me too. Same. Honestly, 100% same. Yeah. Poor Ryder, man. He just he just looked traumatized. I didn't know what to do. I was like, man, I hope you're talking to somebody. Oh, the, the guy who was adjusting the umbrella? Yeah, he's like 19. Like He's like, no, I just keep knocking back my ties till the screams go away. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just keep doing this cocaine until the images of a three-year-old dying on the beach are gone. Sometimes when I hold up the conch, I can hear the scream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Never open an umbrella and put your ear against the inside of it. The screams you hear are nuts. (laughs) So anyway, this story in the film made me feel like that. (laughs) You know what I need to feel better about that? Christian Gray's song from Barb and Stargo to Vista Del Mar. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Seagulls in the sand. Can you dodge that umbrella? (laughs) (laughs) Through my chest and it's pinning me down. (laughs) Anyway, uh, umbrellas. 
Kill- killers of the ocean. But anyway, so we cut back and it's kind of a sharp cut where he's he's making him film like an ending to the thing they've been fil- filming that whole day. And Aaron is actively trying to like, I need to leave. Yeah. I need to get out. And he's like, did I freak you out with my rape story? Why are you in such a hurry? And it's just like, well, yes. yeah. <laughs> Duh. That would freak anybody out. And he's looking for his keys. He can't find them. And he's also had a couple drinks. And so he's like, well, you should just stay here. You know, we can't find the keys. In the morning, it'll be light. Yeah. And you can drive back and you won't have had a couple drinks. It'll be perfect. And he's like, okay, I'm sorry. I raised my voice. It'll be fine. And he pours them both a drink, but he pours a, at least two fingers more into Mark Duplass's cup. And we will find out that he drugged him with Benadryl. And Mark Duplass can taste that it tastes weird. Yeah, he even says that. Yeah. How long would it take for Benadryl to like dissolve in your drink? I feel like it would take longer than that. Um, It depends on what kind you have. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think I would have just left. And just walked. <laughs> Yeah. No, I've been like, I'll drunk drive. You're not the police. Well, no, I mean, well, he, he doesn't have his, his keys. keys. The dude took his keys. Oh, I would have been like, I'm going to walk and then. I'm going to walk it off. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to call Pop a lot. <laughs> so as we watch, Mark Duplass's character kind of starts to pass out or at least appears to pass out. And he's like touching himself and like talking about peach fuzz. It's real yeah, upsetting. I just don't like the term peach fuzz. And he definitely. I feel like he was like, you know, it'd be weird if like we made this movie called Creep and then we'll like we'll say like three creepy things. And it was like built around Peach Fuzz and this story and Tubby Time. Yes. Yeah. But Mikey, like if I was spending the night at your house and you fell asleep on the couch and you started like rubbing yourself and moaning, I would immediately leave. Like, yeah. Well, and that's he's looking for his keys. And I'm just like, get out of the fucking house. Yeah. Like, fuck the keys. Yeah. Right. But he can't find the keys. He does find his phone and it rings and it's Angela. Oh, I thought he found Joseph's phone. Like, how would Angela yeah, know to call I mean. him? Oh, OK. No. OK. Yeah. He found yeah. Joseph's phone. Yeah, he did. And so he goes into the bathroom and he answers it. And Angela clearly is like, hey, my brother's a fucking murderer. You need to get out of the fucking house. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't say he's a murderer, but she does say, like, you're not he safe. Problems. More or less. You're yeah. not safe. You got to go. And she wants him to give her the address which i don't know why he doesn't you know he might not know it but like i would take down her number and be like absolutely i'm leaving right now and i will text you from when i'm not here yes and she says you need to get out of that house right now and he comes out and mark duplass is gone and i don't know why he doesn't immediately leave the house like fight him in the woods where you can hide i don't give a shit but the slider's open yeah and he goes out onto the balcony to find him which is like why no no just leave just leave especially i mean he just got on the phone with his sister found out that yeah. joseph is lying because about everything yeah about everything so like why are you looking for him why are you not just getting the fuck out of there oh yeah, yeah. and and he pops up behind him and he says death it's coming and then he's just like staring yeah and he just says i don't want to die and he's like i know and also, I know what's going on here. I know that you're troubled. I talked to Angela. And and again, run. You don't need to have this conversation. You don't need to have a confrontation. No. I would no. be like, I have to go check something. I think there's a key under. I think I may have dropped the keys outside. I'm going to go look for them. Sprinting away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Aaron, a sec- the second he says, I talked to Angela, Joseph takes off through the house. Well, just runs downstairs where the front door is. 
Yeah, and he's blocking the door of the peach fuzz mask, and they get into kind of an altercation. And we when he's nodding and 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 shaking his head thrusting. with the peach fuzz mask. Well, yeah, but he's oh, also yeah. like rubbing his butt against the door and growling. I was like, this is what is happening? He's marking his territory. He's like pelvic thrusting. <laughs> like it's clearly a sexual thing. Oh yeah, he is definitely a process killer. Yeah. So we cut to a video of him the next morning outside burying what looked to be but like trash bags of the body in garbage them. bags. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut back to reveal that it's a fake out that Aaron is like, this is the video he sent me after I escaped. I towed my car, blah, blah, blah. Right. I was like, you escaped, came back, towed your car and never found out this guy's real name or called the police or anything. Yeah. Well, and he's like, now he knows my address. Fucking leave. Run, dude. Or go yeah. stay with a friend. Like if that was me, I would honestly. This is going to sound pretentious. If he's that desperate for money, he's probably renting. Yeah. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. Mikey, no if that shame. was if that was me and I did this video shoot and someone creeped me out and then I started to find stuff at my house, I'd be like, hey, Mikey, can I come stay with you for a week or three weeks or a month while the cops sort out this insane person who's fucking with me? Right. I'd be like, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, I do not have room to accommodate you. Anyway. <laughs> so we cut to he just throws it away and we cut to yeah. that night. And he's talking to the camera and he's like, and I'm having these crazy dreams where we're in a hot tub. We both have masks on. and I'm the baby wolf. And then he's pouring me wine. And I don't know why, because there's two descriptions of dreams in this in this section. I don't know why they're in the movie. Because the movie's 77 minutes and they had to fill yeah. like runtime. Like all of this stuff, it feels improv and it feels bad improv. Like yeah. there's no reason for this to be in the movie. It doesn't tie to anything. It literally is just to take up time. Yeah, we cut to he finds another package on his doorstep and inside it is a kitchen knife and a DVD. Yeah. And we we hear the DVD. We don't watch, but we find out that he also sent him a stuffed wolf where he has to dig inside it. And there's a like a locket and it's it plays music and it's the two of them. And it engraved on the back is the heart with their initials in it. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like fucking like run like do not be in this house. I would have definitely ran for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so he does change the locks and I'm like, it doesn't matter, dude. Like he knows where you are. Like this is ridiculous. I did love the smash cut to him, like changing the locks. I thought that was funny. It was funny. Well, and I, I did like his conversation with the police because it is very true to what I have experienced in, in attempting to call police in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, where they're just like, yeah, there's nothing we could do. Like until he either shows up at your house again or until he attempts to attack you like uh, that's when you kind say of on your own pro tip everyone say I would like to fill out a re I would like to make a police report then they have to come to your house and they have to take the report and you get a report number yeah but that doesn't make a super like when I that doesn't help help but it gives yeah, you a chance to like really further talk about what's going on and maybe they'll, they'll be like oh that is very illegal let me get more information yeah yeah i guess i don't know like i feel like if it's like hey this person did all this weird shit threatened to kill me and now is showing up at my house that warrants coming out 100 percent. yeah it does <laughs> like it just should kind of like with me where it was like hey this guy followed me home from a comedy club and now he's standing and screaming outside the gate of my apartment can you please come out and they're like well let us know if he gets in and I was like, that what? 
If he gets um, in, it's probably going to be too late, but all right. Yeah, you're not going to get here in time. LAPD showing up four hours after shit happens. I'll be dead, dead by that point. Oh, yeah. Why did this guy call friends or anybody he knew? I don't know. And he's still talking about the nightmares. And again, it's like him padding out the runtime. Um, But he hears something in the house. He gets, he turns on all the night lights. He gets the knife. And then as he's calling for him, we see that Joseph is just outside the door like he's there and again he didn't watch back the the camera back like no he didn't he, he never does so i did think that was super creepy though because as aaron walks in front of the door that's when joseph ducks, like yeah. steps into the glass door frame yeah and you're like oh shit he's right there like i thought that was yeah. pretty creepy well and he chases him around in the bushes in the back of the house and i'm like you're gonna get fucking stabbed like what are you doing oh it's it's super dumb Paige, because he opens the door goes outside without pants on by the way and walks behind his house that's when you see that joseph has gone through his trash right but right he's also left the fucking front door open and that's how yes. joseph gets in to be able to right. cut his hair later in the night yeah it's like next level stupid I mean, if you're gonna change the locks just make sure you unlock them so people can get it yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. oh god so we cut to he apparently doesn't watch any of the videos back and he's like the last couple of nights been normal until this where he shoved a video through his screen like a dvd yeah and it's this whole video of like i can't believe you threw the locket away like we're not friends because i lied to you this is my attempt to be truthful and honest i just need someone to talk to like please give me a chance to explain myself i'm gonna be at this public place it's wide open and i'll show you the truth i just need a friends and at this point i was like call the whoever just you shouldn't go to the lake why would you go? He doesn't even go with like a friend. I mean, I would have called the cops at this point because I would have watched the video and I would have had a lot of evidence to go to the police yeah. with, right? Yeah. And then maybe the police would have come with me to this park to arrest him, right? Right. But he doesn't something. even bring a friend. Like, he's not like, yeah. hey, this guy creeps me out a little bit. He's like, maybe he is lonely. I Ugh. don't give a flying fuck how lonely he is me either of course he's lonely he's a murderer he kills everybody who's around him i'm lonely would you guys meet me at a park no not if you were this dude not if you had made me watch you take a bath when i didn't want to uh, so yeah that for that reason fun. mikey i'm out because you made me watch you take a bath i don't understand while you and all of these other people that I'm talking to don't like tubby time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to tubby time. <laughs> Just Mikey in a bathroom talking about how we would wash the baby that doesn't exist in it. That's just as creepy as that scene. That is that scene. It's wild. I, I would have no more tears. <laughs> you're gonna be a great dad mikey oh 100 <laughs> so he goes to the lake with his camera and his phone set to speed dial 911 911 was an outside job right it was an outside job pierce brosnan we know what you did yeah mm -hmm. and he walks down to the beach now what was really interesting is that my Subtitle said they, that there was a chainsaw buzzing, but it never yes. pays off. So I think it was in the background, like people were outside working on their yards and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he sits on the bench, walks up behind him. I don't know how he doesn't hear the footsteps behind him. He would have heard him because he's the goodest person in the whole world. He puts on the peach fuzz mask. This goes on fucking ever. Yeah. It takes way too long. He whips his jacket open, which you would have absolutely heard. Yeah. And then brings up an axe, swings it in broad ass daylight in the middle of a park that's definitely got other people in it. Yeah. Swings the axe, hits him right in the head. And we cut to him re-watching the video and like making a video talking to him. Because Aaron had a splitting headache. <laughs> 
He did for a very short time and then he just died from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he even says as he's watching the video, because he's like making a video talking to Aaron about the video of him killing Aaron, which is like. Oh, I thought he was making a video of him jerking off to his murder porn because I mean, probably that you too. hear him breathing heavy. That's just YouTube. It's a reaction video of him yeah. watching the reaction video. <laughs> but he just said he's like, why wouldn't you turn around? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't you fucking turn around? And then he's like, you believed I was good. And I was like, he shouldn't have. All the signs were there. Yeah. Um, but he says, you'll be my favorite of them all, which at that point implies that he's been killing multiple people. But I don't think anyone's surprised by that. No, I mean, and we do see a shitload of tapes at the end. Yeah. And at this point, it feels like this movie has been three hours long, even though it's barely been an hour. Yeah. Um, and he watches again. And then at the very end, he screams into the camera and then he screams into the camera. We're watching. It's just like two super stupid, cheap jump scares. Like it's so dumb. I hated it so much. Well, and he cuts to, we cut to him on the phone setting up another victim where this time he's saying he's Bill instead of Joseph. Yeah. And he just says, it's really simple. All you need is a camera and eight hours of your time. And we watch as he adds Aaron's discs to his collection of tapes. And, and that's, that's the, movie. the movie. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what did you guys think about Creep? Well, I really think it's an interesting exploration of an Italian-American growing up in a hard-knock neighborhood, <laughs> learning to fight for himself, but also fight for the people he loves. That's not even Creed. That's Rocky. It's a me. I'm a Rocky Baboa. It's me, a Rocky Baboa. <laughs> Adriana. Ooh. Yeah. We are sorry, but Adrian's in another castle. Oh. Adrian! <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. It's it's interesting to me that you could just, I don't know. Horror fans are so great. They're so like rapid and they want content and they want to support it. That, that like, you know, you can put lipstick on some real interesting ideas and like people will be like, you got to try. You guys got to watch this. They tried something different. Here's what I will say. It's an interesting premise for a serial killer. I will watch the second one at some point sure. because I, I hope they've refined it. Essentially, I feel like a a well edited truly like screen written version of this shot just regular not found footage could be really scary and good but that's a complete that's basically just a different movie it's just me wishing this movie was a different movie it might as well be rocky i mean based on what you told me about the second movie page that it was like scripted and they had a budget and stuff like i'm sure when we get to creep 2 i won't hate it nearly as much as i hated this movie Right. Like this movie scared me because there were cheap ass jump scares in it. There's nothing for me in this movie. Like there's no story that's worth like that's interesting and makes me want to keep watching. And it is just like trying to be creepy and is not really as creepy as I think they think it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe he's surprised he sold it. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I made movies like this in high school with like with my, with my friends. Yeah. Except he made a lot more money than you did. In high oh, school. I know. I mean, and he should like he's a way better creator than I am on that level. Like the other shit that he's done is great. This is terrible. I don't know. I mean, I can see why people want to love this movie and they like and maybe it does lead to like this great sequel and kind of like Poughkeepsie tapes. So people love that one and they, they still love that one. To be honest, I feel like uh, Poughkeepsie tapes was another one where I was like, there is meat of an interesting story yeah. here. I, I'm Handled with you, better. I'm with it. You know? Um, and I, yeah, I think this for me kind of falls in the same camp. Like we just saw X or we just did X or whatever. And like, oh, so you could good. do something like this with like a little bit more budget and a little, you, could, you can make some really scary, weird stuff. And I think this try something different, but it doesn't quite get there for me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Mikey. But improv always creeps me out, so maybe... (laughs) 
it's just one of those things where like whenever improv is successful like when it's funny people are like it's amazing that you made that up but whenever improv isn't successful and isn't funny or isn't interesting you're like we made that up and you're just like yeah it shows yeah we can so tell you made that up we can tell that there was no planning yeah but Paige, do you have any fun facts for us yes well hit us with your fun facts the plus fun, fun facts. facts so the movie is based on a series of conversations between Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplass. Now, they do go on to write and direct the sequel and then the the third because it is a trilogy. But because almost all of this movie was improvised based on a five-page outline, it led to a lot of things being shot and then just cut. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, the original cut of the movie is actually a black comedy. So the idea of like, what a weird interaction I've had with this strange person that might be a serial killer as opposed to a horror film. And then they recut it to make it into a horror film after taking the advice of the friends that they screened it for. There's footage for three other alternate endings. They're like, mm, this kind of sucks. Make a new movie. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I still don't like it. I feel like we spend a lot of time talking about nothing yep. and doing nothing. Yep. But if there was a funny version of this, of somebody narrowly escaping a really just odd serial killer i do think that could be a very funny movie that's just not the movie we have but there are three other alternate endings i don't have descriptions of what they are they've never i've seen that movie it's dan Aykroyd's nothing but trouble no no that movie's terrible that movie is terrible <laughs> is that a horror movie yeah, i think no. it is i know i think it is no it's a comedy it's just bad it's a horror comedy it is a horror comedy i just looked it up it literally is yes. a horror comedy. No, yeah. it's got Chevy Chase, John Candy, Demi Moore. Oh, oh, That's so terrible. Paige, his nose turns into a penis when it. Zooms in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm familiar. It's so terrible. Paige, this movie's so bad. I know. I've seen it, Mikey. <laughs> I honestly would rather watch Creep again than watch Nothing But Trouble. <laughs> yeah, nothing I made everybody watch it. Terrible. I was friends with the college, watch it in our dorm room. We is have it, to do an episode on it. Is that it. why no one from your college years talks to you still? <laughs> I used to make everyone watch the original Cabin Fever. Oh, terrible that's just, movie. That's worse. That's yeah, worse. That's awful. In my defense, it was 2007. Um, Were anyway. you drunk at the time? Like, Absolutely. You, what are you talking did about? Did you like Cabin Fever? We thought it was very funny. Okay. I can see that. Not scary, but just like, oh, like that harmonica that gets stuck in that guy's throat. Still one of my favorites. That honestly is a hilarious part of that movie. Hilarious. Yes. And Dr. Mambo, the professor of being a dog. Anyway. Right. So... I don't have any descriptions of the alternate endings. I don't know what they are. They've never been included on anything. I suspect maybe they got used for sequels. I don't know. Now, the Peach Fuzz mask is just a Halloween mask called Night Wolf Mask. Skew number 59449. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they just went to Party City and bought a mask. Like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's forum novelties. But yeah, I think it was just okay. bought it like, you know, you know, Spirit Halloween or whatever. Yeah. Now, based on the videos visible in the closet... It looks as if Joseph, or as we know him in the movie, has murdered at least 57 people prior to Aaron. Okay. We see the names for at least 35 victims, some with multiple tapes, and tapes for a further 22 below where names are not visible. But it's thought that it'd be 57 
putting him literally as one of the most prolific serial killers to ever live. Right. And those are your fun facts. Well, thank you for your fun facts page. I appreciate it. Now is when I would do box office, but this movie did not get a theatrical release. It did premiere at South by Southwest, but it didn't make any money in the box office. And I don't know what the budget was, but I assume the budget was $8 and just their time. So yeah, whatever their check was at the busy bear diner. Yeah. So like it, it did not cost them anything to make this. I would imagine. So I'm sure it made money because it, didn't cost any money to make but i don't have those figures because they're not publicly available so that's your box office well let's do the scary scale then let's do it mikey scary scale is scale of one to ten of how scary we found when we watched the film this time that sounds right our one example is ghostbusters <laughs> and our ten example is texas chainsaw massacre page oh it's a hard one for me dog todd i'm gonna begrudgingly give this a two because some of those jump scares got me but they're all cheap ass stupid jump scares and that makes me so mad i'm gonna give it a one yeah That checks out. And that's our scary scale. Absolutely. So this week, the listeners made us watch Creep. What are you guys making us watch next week? So our next series collection of films that we're doing is Haunted Houses. We're doing a movie that has been up for listener requests like four different times and has lost out and has come in like second a bunch of times. Uh, But because June is Haunted House Month, we're doing His House. Awesome. So your homework for next week is to finally watch His House. And then check back for that episode. Yay, that one's supposed to be pretty scary. Yeah, I heard it was. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? No, shut up, Todd. We're talking about other stuff right now. Well, while you're looking one up, let me tell them how they can have their review run on the podcast, and that is to leave us a five-star text review, and we'll have Mikey read it for you. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? Okay, I'm going to do ITM Rocks! Exclamation point. Well, what does ITM Rocks have to say? Do not drive and listen to this podcast. That's fair. Uh, and they say... As tears streamed down my cheeks from laughing, I thought it was important to share this PSA. <laughs> okay. Which means public service announcement. That is what that means, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously, though, the hosts are all hilarious, and even if I haven't seen the movie, their recaps make me feel like I have. Paige, Todd, and Mikey are all treasures, and I always look forward to their next episode, both here and on Romancing the Pod. Five stars. Oh, they listen to both. That's very nice. Well, ITM Rocks, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to have Mikey read your review, leave us a five-star review. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. TikTok. Mikey is at M Randolph 24 and I am at Todd J awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm, than the mm-hmm. regular feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If you want to financially support me, but not Todd, just look me up on Venmo. If you can't financially support the show, that's understandable. That's fine. But if you want to hang out with us on the daily, join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash horror virgin. We also link it like once a week. So just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group. Literally, we're in there talking every day. It's awesome. And guys, we got a P.O. box. So if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's 6688 Nolansville Road, 
number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B. Fun fact. Oh, yeah? He is the winner of the pancake contest at the Busy Bear Diner. <gasps> Ooh. Did he have to eat, like, a, a, a lot of pancakes? Is that, like, how you win the contest? It's actually a cooking contest. Oh, nice. So he makes really good pancakes is what you're saying. Oh, no. It's kind of a misnomer. You, you've got to cook and eat people. Why? Because we said so. Chaos. (laughs) This episode also brought to you by Tia. And Tia's teenager is driving her crazy this week. So how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? She keeps getting in the tub with her. It's a little weird. She's a teenager. That is a little weird. Yeah, that is very weird, Tia. I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. Yeah, Tia's just trying to take a relaxing bath. (laughs) I was afraid that she may have enrolled in improv classes. But this sounds a little bit worse. I'm also missing that precious skin-to-skin contact. You know, that's really important for my development. As a teenager? No, as a man. Oh, okay. Well, Tia, watch out for Mikey also getting in your bag. No. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode also brought to you by the number Jeff, and Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week they break down an episode of Jessica Jones, Agent Carter, and WandaVision. So if you want to check out a recap show for any of those shows, check out Kissing Jessica Jones. This episode also brought to you by Jonathan, and Jonathan usually sends me uh, some spooky spider videos for us to watch, but I have not gotten a new video. So Jonathan, thank you so much for the love and the support, and I'm going to go ahead and say, for giving us a week off of spooky spider videos, we appreciate it. I'm on vacation. Absolutely. We now return you to another episode of uh, The The Patreonicals. We left it with Scott. And Wes, the ghost, being sucked out of his arm by Amber and Allie, the mermaids. Yeah, they were sucking him out. Yes, Mikey, that is that is what you said. I was very excited to get back to the story because <laughs> I've been dying to know how sucking on someone's shoulder will exercise the ghost therein. Oh, I'll tell you. He pops, <laughs> he pops right out. Oh, okay. They spit him out. You know what? Now I know where the euphemism she could suck a ghost out of his shoulder came from. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And they, they spit him out of their mouth, their <laughs> mermouths. You can't, you don't want to swallow. You no, don't you don't want to swallow wanna... a ghost. No. no. All that ectoplasm, it's so slimy, Mikey. And so he's looks like, he's like a <laughs> Casper looking motherfucker. And he's like, oh, hello. <laughs> it's me again. Wes, the ghost. And we're going to cut away from that scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to the the arena. And inside is Davy Jones. Wow. Okay. From the monkeys? Yep. No, the pirate. Oh, fuck that. Hey, hey, we're some mermaids here to suck a uh, ghost out your shoulder. <laughs> Mike is making up all this shit and it doesn't make any sense. Improv. <laughs> yep. Honestly, Mikey, yes. So Isaac and Karun attack him and David Jones is like, he cut them up with this sword. He like cut them big bad and they're like, they got real hurt. They're like laying on the ground in the ocean or whatever. And then uh, Kate tries to get him, but then like a shark, his pet shark comes and, and tail whips Kate. 
she's knocked unconscious. What's the uh, pet shark's name? Left shark. <laughs> All right. It is. It is indeed left shark. Okay. Okay. Because to his right is Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. I did not see that at all. You, even when I called it left shark? Well, I mean, and sure. She roars and it knocks back Amy. <laughs> it knocks back Amy and kills Dave. His head explodes. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Danielle, Aaron, and the rest of the moon people have uh, taken their um, their places in the audience to watch the heroes get killed over and over again because they're tired of that shit and the mun has been destroyed for like many moons. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> many months ago. <sighs> anyway, most evil Matthew is over there and he is stepping on the eggs of endangered fish. <laughs> I'm okay with this actually Okay And he's sticking turtles into six pack holder plastic rings <laughs> <laughs> Okay I'm not as okay with that But it is a funny visual Yeah <laughs> Okay then we it's Very evil Yeah um, Kaylee who is now hooked up with Captain Brother They are on their submarine Because they got loose Because the mer people are disgusted by human sex. <laughs> well, if you'll re- recall the last time anyone had sex on this show, wasn't it like... <laughs> they rubbed their butts together. Yeah, it yeah. was like like butt sex, but just like rubbing butts together. And that's what's happening here, except it's more... <laughs> they're making butt sex, not just doing it. And it's a real intimate moment. <laughs> Dreskel is in he is also fighting Davy Jones and he's like we've got to get rescued from here the the Atlantis people really suck and um jo- Joey uh <laughs> Joey Nathan and Sneaky Snake are trying to fight Davy Jones too and they like they kill his shark left shark <gasps> oh and, no mm-hmm. no was it because left shark tried to dodge and instead just danced all weird <laughs> you can only turn left and so Dreskel the Illuminati He couldn't pull off blue steel Yeah He slaps Katy Perry in the face It's dark so you guys can't see But I'm doing the left shark dance Oh are you? Yeah I can't see anything I'm on your just screen. over here doing the left shark dance And then Shining Donut He falls and envelops in Donut Davy Jones And they win that battle God, Oh That sounds so good right Wait now. they like lassoed him with Shining Donut? No he like He like fell on him oh okay like a giant donut okay but it, like if a giant donut fell on you like you would fall inside that hole and be fine he is a jelly donut oh he's filled okay okay that would crush so you. he yeah. bleeds to death <laughs> not yet but no spoilers and that's the end of the episode well i guess we'll have to wait till next week to find out if shining jelly donut does bleed to death on another episode of uh, <laughs> the, the patrioticals like a sub two-hour recording that's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I stopped recording. When did you stop recording? Just now. <laughs> I pressed the button because I got excited. Well, do you want to say your name at least? You can say it for me. Mikey was here, but he fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm recording your side, so like I can. Oh, are you? Yeah. He left it up to us to do it, and now he's left for what we're going to say. <laughs> Mikey. My name's Mikey. <laughs> and I'm your horror-averted Todd. My name is Mikey, and I'm Baby. <laughs> Have a great week. 
Keep it ooky spooky, Paige. Well, I usually go before my but he fucked it all up. I used it as a chance to insult him. Keep it ooky spooky or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Have an okay week. Bye. I'm definitely going to murder Mikey and he'll never know because he's not going to listen to this part of the podcast. That's true. He never does. And he won't remember that we said this in front of him either. Right. Mikey nerd. (laughs) Oh, God.